ESPN Plus, the ESPN But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. The f- and now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9, the game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm gonna what drop are the we plans doing? For this. I'm gonna... And Eric Fry. Arg. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Hello, welcome in to a good Friday edition of the start in a lineup here on 98.9 the game ESPN radio. What's happening out there? Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here in the 98.9 Jack FM studios hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN radio. Got a good show lined up for you as always to close out this week. So we'll definitely be taking a peek at Augusta, Georgia in the Masters tournament already on the course. Had to bump up tee times today. Try to get in the weather later mm-hmm. on. Going to be moving into Georgia later on this afternoon. We'll head up on that. We'll take a look at local sports. They won't have any problems getting games in. Weather looks fine here and looks fine for the foreseeable future hopefully i don't jinx anything there but yes uh we'll take a peek at uh, yesterday's action hit up on a today's action and uh take a quick peek at uh, saturday's action as well and we'll hit up on the uh, uh national sports of the nba last couple days here tonight yeah saturday sunday that's it final weekend that's it of the regular season in the play-in tournament uh, we'll be uh, in the middle of next week there, so uh, we'll hit up on the final weekend and uh, see what's still up for grabs there. We'll also uh, be hitting up on the uh, NHL as there was a reunion last night in uh, St. Louis for one Vladimir Tarasenko, so we'll hit up on that as well. And also uh, coming up, uh, we'll be hitting up on uh, some NASCAR as well. And Eric ranted about uh, uh, NASCAR yesterday on the pod. Check it out. I got another one today. Got another one? I got another one today, yep. Eric's rant of the day. Yep. NASCAR rant of the day. More NASCAR rant coming. (laughs) Okay. And we'll also get to our Pick'em NASCAR game as well. So it looks like we got a lot here on our plate. And uh, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's hit it up and uh, let's go and uh, let's get off and running here. And just like it is in the Masters, let's go. And we'll also hit up on some MLB as well. Almost uh, forgot because the Cardinals were off yesterday. Well, they're not. They're in Milwaukee this weekend and uh, later on uh, this evening is St. Louis Cardinal Baseball back. 
back on the air after that day off. And a 6.15 will be the pregame show start. And a 7 o'clock will be the game broadcast. They're trying to put all this drama, shrama behind us behind them. and put it in the rearview mirror there and get it back going in Milwaukee. So uh, we'll hit up on MLB as well coming up. But right now we need to kick it off and let's hit it up with first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off with the Masters as it is already off and going there in Augusta as they're trying to get ahead of the weather that is going to be moving in around 3 o'clock, maybe around 2.30 or so there in Georgia. Uh, the rain is going to start to move in and then Saturday's action looks like it is uh, dangerous of yep. not happening uh, there. But uh, already off and on the course today and uh, he had the lead at the uh, end of yesterday and it's a Mr. Brooks Kepka back up there and he's four under today and he's 11 under for the uh, tournament currently a four shot lead over there of uh, Jason Day and Victor Hovland uh, there today and he's already almost he's on 15 right now so uh, he's almost done with his day yeah and you know he had the benefit of going out there early I think the the longer you know the weather possibly gets into your round the harder it's going to be to go out there and get a low number so I think this definitely benefited Brooks Kepka. Um again you, you know the 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 it's the Masters Travis and I I, I kind of wish it wasn't the first major of the year because the storyline is live versus PGA. It is, yeah. And uh, especially I, with a live guy up there exactly. at the top. Exactly. <laughs> and I think it's taking away from the mystique of the Masters. Yeah, I think a lot of people are kind of downplaying. Uh, at least they have been uh, coming into the first round, the the whole mm-hmm. live versus PJ thing. But uh, yeah, when Brooks is on top and he he continues to lead yeah. uh, through the weekend, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean it's just a glaring storyline that you can't pass up, and uh, the media is going to run with it here. Well, and you know, not just him, but I mean, you know, you have uh, Shane Lowry. I know, I I believe is is a live golfer cam young um phil mickelson is at three under tied for 14th yeah and i was listening to a couple of uh podcasts yesterday talking about phil of doing good yesterday and i didn't see him at all watching broadcast uh anywhere um so uh, he's kind of been uh, downplayed a little bit and maybe kind of kept in the background mm-hmm. a little bit. I didn't really see him very much, but yeah, he's already two under on his round today through uh, 13. So uh, yeah, he's off to a decent start as well. So. well. One live guy you won't have to worry about, and that's Bryson DeChambeau. So that's a good thing. Uh, he's not doing so good. Uh, he's four over. The cut right now is two, oh, and he's through 16. So. Four over. Oh my He's down goodness. there with Rory, who's also four over. Yes, Rory is four over today. He shot even par yesterday and four over through seven. That is not good. Cam Champ uh, also will not make the cut. Mm. Six over, and he's done for the day. Darn. And uh, right. Zalatoris yesterday had to uh, withdraw mm-hmm. uh, even before he started his round. So, But, Travis, like I said, the cut right now is two. Who's sitting at two? 
Yeah, as I say, we haven't even talked about him yet. Mr. Tiger Woods. Mr. Tiger. And he doesn't tee off yet. 1154. It's um, like he, he had a back-to-back birdies on a 16 and 17, and then he bogeyed 18 uh, there. And I think it was 18 where he kind of had to have his uh, an awkward stance. Mm-hmm. His leg and his knee was kind of planted there in the bunker, and he hit a shot, and he kind of landed awkwardly uh, there. So... Um, yeah, Tiger's uh, two over now, and he'll be uh, teeing off in about uh, fifty some minutes or so uh, here. So yeah, and Sergio's right there with plus two as well. He is, and you know, to to me, that's the that's gonna be what I'm watching today. Is first of all, does Tiger get the round in? What are the playing conditions like for Tiger? Right, and can he make the cut? Yeah, it, it's supposed to be chilly there today as yes. well, and or chilly tomorrow for sure. I know that. I think here on this uh, National Weather Service forecast that we have, uh, it's uh, 76 there in Augusta. So Chilly. I think it's tomorrow that's supposed to be. It's only supposed to be a high near 51 tomorrow. Oh, man. So, and rainy. So, Not fun. Yeah, 80% chance of rain today. And, I mean, hey, it looks beautiful out there right now. You can hardly tell mm-hmm. that there's chances of rain and rain for tonight and Rain all day Saturday and a little bit of 30% chance on Sunday uh, there. So could be a little wet mm-hmm. this uh, weekend uh, there at the Masters. So, Travis, can we can we say, sitting where we're at right now at 11.09 a.m. on this Friday, is it Brooks That's versus the field? Friday. Yeah. Is it Brooks versus the field? It certainly looks like that. I mean, he looks like the Brooks of old that shows up in majors. Jason Day is only three back now. Yeah, he just he just birdied, birdied his last hole, yep. so he's at uh, minus eight now. And a shout-out to uh, Sam Bennett. Who? Sam Bennett. Yeah, he's, he's an, an amateur. amateur. Tied for eighth. He is uh, four under. Uh, he's even for the day, but he's four under overall. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, anytime you can say, oh, I went out there and beat Scotty Scheffler and Tiger Woods and – all these other Rory, like mm-hmm. I went out and put a better score down than them as an amateur. That's great stuff. Yeah, definitely had an amazing first day. Uh, Justin Thomas still waiting to uh, tee off. He'll tee off in the next hour. Mm-hmm. Cam Smith is a two under. He'll be in that. Uh, well, he'll be just behind uh, JT mm-hmm. on his uh, tee time here listed. Uh, here, DJ's out there. He's even par for the day. He's on the back nine now. He's uh, at minus one. Um, let's see. Anybody? Uh, John Rom. That that's yes. the guy that I'm looking at. Do it. We want this. If you want this storyline for a PJ Tour versus Live, mm-hmm. Rory's not going to be there. No. If you wanted it, he's been the most vocal. Yep. Against it. He's he's not gonna happen. He no. may not even make the weekend. No, but uh, John Rom, that's the guy that I'm looking at to uh, possibly uh, carry the flag. Um, he he played good yesterday, uh, uh, seven under. He's gonna be teeing off at twelve eighteen. Is Hovland? Is he? Uh, he's not a live he's guy. He's not a live guy. Jason no. Day. I don't think so. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Because I was gonna say if if you're the uh, by the way Bennett just uh, birdied, Ooh. Uh, so he's now five under. I'd love for an amateur to come in and take all the fire out of this whole live PGA thing. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, but anyways, if you're the PGA Tour, the worst thing you could have would be Brooks and, let's say, for example, Phil 
being the last two pairing on Sunday. Yeah, especially uh, maybe not the last pairing, but if Phil gets a a Mm -hmm. good pairing late in the Mm day, yeah, that would probably be not so good. No. For a BJ perspective, again, I I'm just so intrigued, and and no one has more writing on this than Live. Mm-hmm. And you have to wonder, you know, if they kind of told their players at their last tournament they had, hey, you have to go out there for us, <laughs> because you know if if Brooks Kepka was to go out and win the Masters. Mm-hmm. Win the green jacket. People would tune in to live. They would Maybe. seek it out. Maybe not on the CW, but I'm <laughs> sure that they would find some way to look more into sure. it. Yeah. Because, again, this is nothing but eyeballs. This is the biggest platform that Liv has had since mm-hmm. they started. Right. Because I, I know you could say, well, last year, last year they were still starting it. It didn't quite gain the steam. Towards the end of the year, it did at the U.S. Open, and all their players came out and bombed, and yeah, no one had a good right. showing. Yeah, it became pick up more steam when they added uh, more people. Yep. And so more high profile players. I I think to me that's going to be the, that's going to be the interesting thing is how does the PGA react if they lose, and. Again, you don't want it to be it because it is Augusta and it's the Masters and it's supposed to be the the biggest. Yeah, but I think unfortunately, people have done a good job so far of just kind of putting it kind of like on the back burner and saying, "Hey, this is Augusta." This and is different. I think the reason why Travis is because, as we said at the U.S. Open, the live golfers did not show up and play well. Mm-hmm. Now they so are. it was a non-factor all weekend. Now, if you're going to have a situation like this where you got a live guy leading, and let's say you know a handful, we'll say eight in the top 20 or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to talk about it. Yeah. It's definitely going to be talked about for sure. It's easy to put it on the back burner Thursday, Friday, but when you're talking Saturday, Sunday and you're talking winning. Yeah. It's going to be brought up. Definitely. Yeah. So that's uh, the intriguing storylines today. If uh, Brooks can keep it going and who can possibly uh, that hasn't teed off yet can get into a striking distance on the weekend and uh, see if Tiger can uh, make the cut here. We mentioned he's plus he's two over. So that's right at the projected cut line Mm -hmm. uh, right now. And also the storylines of the weather uh, as well will be play a factor there at Augusta uh, this weekend. So uh, as much as maybe we want the storyline to be uh, live versus PGA tour, hopefully mother nature will cooperate and give that to us uh, there. And I just talked about it before we came on the air as I see uh, Brooks uh, there. I'm questioning his choice of shoe, his footwear today. It's yeah. throwing me off really. You're good. you're doing you're doing fashion fashion sense. <laughs> I can't I can't stand his shoes right now, but uh, so uh, we'll see if he can keep it going uh, there. He's through a uh, 14 and uh, he birdied his last hole, so now he's 12 under. So he matched Jason Day's 
birdie uh, there as well. So hopefully we get this uh, game in, and uh, we'll have no problems getting these uh, local sports games in, baseball and uh, softball. Weather looks beautiful. Weather looks great for the next week or so. And uh, so we'll hit up on the uh, local schedule of baseball and uh, softball and take a quick peek at tomorrow's action as well coming up here on the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. You know what they say, spring showers will bring the flowers. And the fresh vegetables and green lawns and healthy shrubs. But only if you plant them. And you can't plant them. If you don't buy them. Well, you can find everything you need right here from local businesses. Gardening tools, soil, landscaping services, tree trimming, seeds, starts. Local experts know what will grow best right here. So you can grow your garden. While you help grow the local community. By shopping right here. Oh, I could use a new umbrella and a raincoat and maybe some new shoes. And I'm thinking about getting getting back into running and biking. Look for local spring sales. And get some exercise. Spring cleaning is a good start. Time to shop local at places like these. The Medicine Shop at 600 West Jordan Street in Newton. Paler Pharmacy at 203 South Main Street in Dietrich. Niemer Steakhouse, so delicious, always special, Niemer Steakhouse. Webster Tire and Auto Service, this is Tyler. How can I help you? Hi, can I get an oil change today? Yes, we can always get you in today. And how much will that cost me? Our full service oil change starts at $39.95. That's right. We guarantee to get your car in the shop the same day you call. Or you can even skip the call and try our new Webster Express service. Pull right in for quick, quality service at an affordable price. We take convenience for our customers seriously. We have loaner cars where we can pick your car up from your workplace to make your life easier. Speaking of taking it easy, going on vacation soon? Let us help you get there safely. Oh, and check your oil change sticker. Due for an oil change? Pull into Webster Tire and Auto Service today on Automotive Street in Teutopolis. WebsterTireAndAuto.com, where we care about you and your car. Get in zone, auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, is your check engine light on? The free FixFinder service reads your check engine, ABS, and maintenance lights. It even sends a detailed report directly to your email. When you need to get back on the road, AutoZone's free FixFinder service is here. Get the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. Only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. 
See details at AutoZone.com. Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. Can someone help with these 1099s? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-297-5533. And now... Welcome in to the podcast exclusive of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. As I let Todd Stapleton go, I certainly appreciate, <clears throat> excuse me, the starting lineup. My gosh. Stop the recording. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 of the uh, game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. And uh, let's hit up on uh, some uh, local baseball and uh, softball from yesterday. And we'll start in high school baseball in the NTC as it was Altamont getting the victory over Vandalia by the final of a 4-2. Altamont picked up runs in the first and a second innings also in the fourth and a sixth as well. Vandalia's two runs came in the top of the seventh. Uh, runs uh, driven in here uh, by uh, Robinson, Hammer, and uh, Shepard. Uh, Mason Robinson gets the win on in the mound. He goes five innings, five hits, walks three, but strikes out nine. And Phillips picks up the uh, in relief as he uh, twos a wild here. Two innings, two hits, two runs, two walks, three Ks. Uh, for Mr. Phillips there. On the other side, uh, for uh, Vandelia, both runs were credited to uh, lots for RBIs, and Haggy picks up the uh, loss here on the start. Three and two-thirds innings, four hits, three runs, five walks, and three Ks as well as Altamont picks up the win over the uh, Vandals. 
It was a Brownstown, a St. Elmo, and getting the win over a Pena here, five, a two, a three. Brownstown scored a couple runs in the first and a second inning. Also added a another insurance run there in the fourth inning. Pena's runs came in the bottom of the second and also in the sixth as well. Only two hits for the Panthers mm. as well. So Adam Atwood got the win on the mound. He gave up those two hits and six innings of work, three runs, ten Ks. As well, and uh, Forbes picks up the save in this one, finishing off the uh, seventh inning there and having a couple of strikeouts in the inning as well. And he also picked up an RBI at the plate, and Beal also picked up an RBI as well. So uh, Brownstown picking up the uh, dub there. It was Nioga getting the win over CHBC by the final of a 3-1 to one as Richards picks up the win on the mound for Nioga. He goes three innings, only giving up one hit, one run, and a three strikeouts. Uh, Reynolds comes in in relief and uh, shuts down the uh, Bobcats there. Radloff takes the loss on the mound for CHBC. And also Reynolds drove in uh, two RBIs as well. And Wojcik is credited for the RBI for CHBC there. Uh, North Kalea, they defeated Woodlawn 13-2-3. It was Newton getting the win 10-7 over a Casey as uh, runs all over the place here for these two squads. Uh, Reach, he gets the win on the mound. He goes six innings, five hits, five runs, and 10 strikeouts. Uh, Meinhardt uh, comes in in relief, and uh, Short takes the loss for Casey. Uh, Sullivan, he uh, led the way for the Warriors. He had a home run and four RBIs. And on the other side of four, Newton uh, Flowers had a couple of RBIs. And Beerman and Harris each drove in runs as well. So uh, Newton picking up the win and picking up the win in LIC play as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Paris, they defeated Mount Carmel 5-1. to one, And Robinson, in a high-scoring affair, defeated Marshall 14 to a 12 and the Apollo is a matchup of Apollo versus NTC. I was, I was FEM victorious over a Dietrich 14 to four hearts did most of their damage in the sixth and seventh inning. FEM put up a six spot in the sixth inning and also put up four more runs in the seventh as they got 14 runs on nine hits there and Webb picks up the win on the mound. He goes two and one third innings only giving up a hit one run one walk two Ks as well. Uh, Seacrest and Lewis came in and pitched the remaining of the game. Uh, there, Raddit set one over the fence, and he had uh, four RBIs into this one to pace the way for the Hearts offensively. Uh, Webb and Weymouth drove in a couple of runs as well. Fox, Harper, Maxidon, uh, Maxon, excuse me, and Nichols pick up RBIs as well for the Hearts over on Dietrich's side. Uh, Dill takes the loss in this one. He went all seven innings, giving up nine hits and 14 runs. Only six of them were earned, though. Eight walks and a seven Ks as well for Mr. Dill. And RBIs were credited for Dietrich, Niebergi, Dill, and Lighty also picked up. An RBI as well for the Maroons in the loss. In the League of Prairie Conference, it was South Fork over Villa Grove, 16-10. Georgetown Ridge Farm over Heritage, 12-3. Central Illinois Conference, it was Clinton over Tuscola, 13-4. Sullivan in a close one over Shelbyville, 7-6. Also a, a close one, Warrensburg-Latham victorious over Macon Meridian, 3-2. And this one was not close. It was the Cater St. Teresa over Central A&M, 20 to nothing. Mm. 
South Central Conference, it was Piasol over Greenville, 13-2. Collinsville over Staunton, 10-0. Bree Central also beat Hillsborough, 10-0 as well. And Gillespie gets the win over Lincolnwood, 5-2 in that one. In a softball here in the NTC, it was Tatopoulos getting the shutout of Altamont, 4-0. As Tatopoulos put up a three spot there in the fifth inning and also picked up an insurance run. There in the seventh, as it was Gibson getting the win in the circle for the shoes. She went all seven innings, only allowing three hits. Did have seven walks, but she did strike out 11 batters as well. Limke takes the loss in the circle for the Indians. She also went the distance, seven innings, giving up four runs, eight hits, and 10 strikeouts there and Altoff gets credited for an RBI and a Conkle had a triple and two RBIs as well for the shoes and let's see here it was South Central getting the win over Dietrich a six to three as South Central had two early runs in the bottom of the first but then Dietrich comes back into the fourth and ties it up but then South Central gets three in the bottom half of that inning and then would eventually go on to get the dub. Uh, Tegan Webster, she goes the distance here in the circle. Uh, she goes all seven innings, giving up three runs on four hits and a strikeout 10. And Nieberg takes the loss for Dietrich. She also had a home run and RBI at the plate as well. Doing it all. Yeah, so was Webster as well. She had a home run and two RBIs, so uh, pitchers raking mm-hmm. at the dish as well. Uh, Garrett also had two RBIs for the Cougars as well. It was Casey getting the win over Newton 3-1 to one as uh, both these teams are strong in the LIC. I said look out for Newton and I kind of jinxed them a little bit. This was their first loss of the season. I said they were flying high and now they, uh, now they lost. lost. Thanks to you, Travis. Hey, it was also a Casey and a cut right is uh, the real deal here as uh, she also uh, went the distance in the circle all seven innings. She did have 10 strikeouts, and uh, she also paced the way offensively as well as uh, she got uh, three hits as well. And so uh, Coker gets the loss in the circle for the Eagles, and Mulvey picks up the RBI credited for Newton there. Paris gets the shutout over Mount Carmel, 2 to nothing. It was Princeton over Olney, a 9 to nothing. It was Taylorville over Litchfield, a 3 to 2. Lincoln over Champaign Central, 14 to nothing. It was Tuscola winning over Clinton in a close one, 7 to 6. Shelbyville over Sullivan, 17 to 2. And Central A&M over Decatur St. Teresa, 12 to 1. In the Lincoln Prairie versus NTC matchup, it was Okaw Valley getting the win over CHBC, 8 to three as it was Okaw Valley putting up a five spot there in the uh, second inning to really get him going there. Ashley gets the win in the circle and Summers takes the loss for CHBC. Uh, Rodman and uh, Summers and Stuckemeyer got RBIs there for the Bobcats in the loss there. And also it was a, another matchup of uh, NTC versus uh, Lincoln Prairie. It was Arthur getting the win over Winsor's Two Straws, eight to four. Uh, there, as Winsor's Two Straws, Hayes takes the loss in uh, this one. Uh, Porter had a couple RBIs, and 
Um, that was it for Windsor's two straws. South Central uh, Conference, Jerseyville defeated Hillsborough 22-0. And Greenville over to Comus 4-2. And uh, that was a look at high school baseball and softball. And we did have one tennis match yesterday. It was FEM getting the win over Paris 8-1 to in tennis action. All right, uh, let's take a look at uh, the uh, weekend uh, for Friday, more specifically in high school baseball. Uh, we have Totopolis uh, traveling to uh, Flora, NTC, Neoga at OPH, South Central at Carlisle, Little Illini, Newton at West Vigo, Windsor's Two Straws at Casey, Apollo, Limestone at Lincoln, Lincoln Prairie, uh, Arcola, Arthur, Argenta, Versus uh, uh, Heritage, Tri-County at Cumberland, South Central, you got Staunton hosting Vandalia, Hillsboro at Piasol, Pena at Carlinville. In a softball, you got North Clay, Clay City at Red Hill. In the Little Line, you got Newton at South Central, Olney hosting Lawrenceville. Apollo, you got Champagne Centennial at Charleston, Lincoln Prairie, Heritage hosting Cumberland, Villa Grove at Arcola, all at Oka Valley, Argenta at Cerro Gordo, Blue Ridge at Tri-County, Central Illinois. You got Ramsey at uh, Central A&M, South Central Conference, Vandalia at Staunton, Hillsboro at Piasol, Payne at Carlinville, Gillespie host in Litchfield, Greenville at a North Mac. And we also have uh, some uh, track meets today as well. FEM will both be represented at Belleville West and at the uh, Triad Invitational as well. Topless will be in Olney and a ton of it. Uh, NTC teams in uh, Totopolis and Newton uh, will be there in Shelbyville as well for that track meet there. So uh, loaded schedule there on this Friday for you. Mm-hmm. And like you said, weather nice today, nice this weekend. Should be able to get everything in we need to. Yeah, it should be uh, A-OK for uh, Saturday's action as well. I was going to take a quick peek at Saturday's here. Uh, let's see here on a Saturday in a baseball, you got Topless uh, hosting Salem, uh, Altamont is at Fairfield, Neoga at Tri County, North Clay hosting Red Hill, Windsor Two Straws at Mulberry Grove, uh, Little Lineye, you got uh, Casey hosting South Central and a Breeze Central, uh, Paris at Oka Valley, FEM is at Muhammad Seymour, possibly uh, Mr. Walters will be on the mound there for the Bulldogs. You would figure in a mm-hmm. conference tilt. Uh, Lincoln at Charleston, Cumberland traveling to Shelbyville to take on the Rams. Uh, Central A&M at Decatur Eisenhower, Arthur Christian and Pena both at Macon Meridian. In a softball, the South Central tournament going on there. That's a busy day of action there with uh, South Central, of course, participating. Altamont, Cumberland, Robinson, New Athens, Woodlawn will all be there as well. Dietrich hosting Sullivan. Uh, Muhammad Seymour traveling here at the FEM for softball action. Uh, you also have uh, in the Lincoln Prairie, Arcola hosting Martinsville. You got uh, Granite City at Greenville there coming up this weekend, and we'll have the uh, schedule posted a little bit later on and so make sure you stay tuned to the website uh, there for the schedule and the results of today's and this weekend's action and whether it looks awesome mm-hmm. to uh, get these games and so definitely looking forward to that yeah 
And speaking of uh, this weekend, uh, the uh, NBA regular season uh, comes to a close. And uh, so we'll take a look at that as well as we'll hit up on the NHL as well. Coming up here on the uh, starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. The final horse now in the gate, and they're off. First starting off with a double toe loop jump, leaving a difficult 7-10 split. As is movement on the inside rail. Only nine pins separate them now as they head to the final quarter mile. They're neck and neck. It's down to the last frame. Here comes the actual jump. They bundle their home and auto insurance with Progressive. Win, strike, savings, gold. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer's skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Springfield area attorneys. 2815 Old Jacksonville Road, Suite 103, Springfield, Illinois, 62704. And now, where this is the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Travis. Third round, three times. Semis. Once. Once. This year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus, oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> Thought this was a freaking trick question. Eric Fry Sports Center update. St. Louis Blues scored in the second minute of overtime to take down the New York Rangers 3-2 at Enterprise Center as former St. Louis Vladimir Tarasenko had a goal in his return to the Enterprise Center. Blues have won their two their last two games but are already eliminated from the playoffs. They are two games over 500. They visit Minnesota tomorrow. The Cardinals look to bounce back from their series against the Braves where they were swept. They visit American Family Field tonight against the Brewers. That game will start at 6 15 710 
is the first pitch. Jack Flaherty will be on the mound. St. Louis City SC tries to get back in the win column when they visit the Seattle Sounders at Lumen Field tomorrow. St. Louis suffered its first loss in the MLF franchise last weekend against Minnesota. City is still in first place in the Western Conference with five wins, no draws, and one loss. The White Sox gave up five home runs during a 16-6 loss to San Francisco Giants at Guaranteed Rate Field. Lance Lynn was charged with his first loss after turning eight runs on nine hits in four and a third innings. Tim Anderson and Elvis Andrews both drove in a pair of runs during the losing effort. Southsiders are in third place in the AL Central at three and four. Giolito takes the hill in Pittsburgh today. And the Cubs will host the Rangers. Cubs are fourth place in the NL Central at two and three. Marcus Stroman will get the start in today's contest. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on a 98.9. It's Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. Jacob DeGrom just pitched the other day, so he escaped. Yeah. Escape Thank him. goodness for that. <laughs> but yeah, both our teams are really stumbling out of the blocks here, aren't we? Stumbling out of the gates for sure. Ugh. Not the strongest of starts. And uh, baseball just beginning. Well, Evaldi, by the way, is who we got today. Ah, yeah, yeah one of the uh, signings this offseason yep. Yep. Uh, that the Cardinals could have went after. Uh-huh. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Neither We're there. good. Yeah. We're good. We have six starters. Yeah, yeah, you do. Hey, you know how I mentioned Giolito is pitching for the White Sox today? Mm-hmm. Do you know who he's taking on there in Pittsburgh? No. The ageless wonder Rich Hill. Rich Hill. Rich Hill on the mound. It's a Rich Hill day. Rich Hill on the bump. Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> Fire the cannons. <laughs> there. All right, so we'll hit up on MLB and take a look at the weekend yes. coming up here in the last segment, Bob. Uh, NBA from last night. As it was the Heat getting the win over the 76ers, 129 to 101. Joel Embiid only has a couple more games to plead his case for MVP and 21 points last night in a losing effort. Uh, probably not gonna it's not gonna hurt his cause really but doesn't really help it no if he would have had like another 50 piece it probably would have helped but nope and even worse the 76ers take the loss as well uh Cavs get the win over the uh, magic 118 to uh 94 spurs over the blazers hey the spurs they got over 100 points they did 129 to 127 how about that uh, the Thunder, they beat the uh, Jazz. The Jazz did not get over 100. 114 and 2 at 98 with the loss. And uh, the uh, Suns have won seven straight now, thanks to uh, Kevin Durant's 29 points to help Phoenix over the uh, Nuggets. 119 and 2 at 115. Uh, there is, uh, let's see, that's why they got the win. I don't see a Jokic on here at all. Ah. He didn't play. How is he supposed to help his MVP calls? I know. <laughs> Maybe shut down for the rest of the uh, regular season uh. two games. <laughs> uh, Chris Paul also with 25 in the win. All right, so here we are. Uh, games going on uh, tonight. We got the uh, Rockets, Hornets, Pistons, Pacers, Heat, Wizards, 76ers, Hawks, Raptors, Celtics, Magic, Nets, Grizzlies, Bucks, Knicks, Pelicans, Bulls are in Dallas to take on the Mavs, Warriors, Kings, Suns, Lakers this evening as well. Hopefully the uh, Lakers are rested uh, mm-hmm. for uh, this one. I heard LeBron making a case that 
Their last game was due to uh, yeah. the schedule. Ron's being always so got, a, got an excuse. Being always so got an explanation. <laughs> um, and, Travis, everyone this weekend is going to be focused on the West. Why is that? Because the East is all locked up. We don't know yet if it's going to be the Nets or the Heat that will be playing in the play-in tournament. But other than that, everything else is locked up. Both those teams are making the playoffs. So out west is where the intrigue is. And that is Mm -hmm. with, you know, the still the Suns. Technically, they have clinched a playoff spot, but they uh, have not clinched whether they're going to be in the play-in or or anything like that. So they could still follow the play-in. It would be epic collapse if that happened but from the Clippers in fifth all the way down to the Mavericks who are 11th that's where the intrigue is those teams separated by just four games yeah wow so it that's where the intrigue is um the Lakers like you said right now for currently in the first play-in spot they're tied with the Pelicans but they're just a game behind both the Clippers and the Warriors so they could in theory if they get two wins leapfrog up to fifth if the Clippers and Warriors um yeah, and the Pelicans, even without uh, Zion, which we'll talk more about in a little bit, 8-2 uh, and two in their last 10, so they're playing some good basketball as well. Mm, playing well without their superstar. Yeah, teams that are stumbling, the Mavs, 3-7, and seven, obviously, the Thunder, 4-6 and six in their last uh, 10 games as well, so... Yeah, and the uh, Nuggets have uh, clinched the uh, West yes. as uh, they're the best of the West. They are the best record there, and the Bucks, of course, wrapped up the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference as well. Only three games on Saturday: the Nuggets, Jazz, uh, and Clippers, and Blazers are the ones with uh, playoff implications. The Wolves and the Spurs, as well, for their last games on a Sunday. Uh, for the last regular season games, you got Hawks, Celtics, 76ers, Nets, uh, Hornets, Cavs, Magic, Heat, Pacers, Knicks, Bucks, Raptors. Uh, oof, that Rockers, Wizards game doesn't have any playoff mm-hmm. implications. Pistons, Bulls, Spurs, Mavs, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Grizzlies, Thunder. Nuggets, Kings, Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, Suns, Warriors, Blazers, and uh, that day. Yeah. Then we'll be talking playoffs. Playoffs Playoffs. and a playing tournament uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, where the Bulls will be. It's crazy how how tight the West is. It is. And it's a shame one of those teams is going to miss out. Mm -hmm. And it, for all likelihood, will probably be the Mavs. Yeah, currently they're on the outside looking in. Yep. Only a half game, the last playing spot. By I the can't Thunder. believe the Thunder are going to make the playoffs with their 52 draft picks coming up in the next two yep, years. They're going to do it. They're going to. It's. <laughs> they're going to completely rebuild the team, trade everyone away, and they can just build everyone through the draft. Yep, they're they're going to do it. <laughs> I'm exaggerating on the 52 draft picks. I think it's like 30, but yeah. It's still a lot. That's a lot of draft picks. Uh, let's run through uh, the uh, NHL quickly. They still got a couple more weeks left in uh, their regular season. Uh, it was the uh, Bruins getting the dub over the uh, Maple Leafs last night and their 61st win of the season, and it was in OT 2-1 uh, to one over Toronto. Uh, Sabres won in a shootout over the Red Wings 7-6. to six. Panthers also had a, a seven spot over the Senators 7-2. to two. Canadians six to two over the Caps. Devils they did one better than seven, eight goals mm. 
over the Blue Jackets. Penguins also staying alive. So did the Islanders as well. So we basically have a settled nothing in the Eastern Conference. Everybody won. And uh, actually it was the Islanders uh, pulling a point ahead of the uh, Penguins there for the final two spots there as the Islanders also got the win over the Lightning thanks to four second period goals there they won six to one uh, Predators uh, three to nothing over the uh, Hurricanes as Preds is still hey they only trailed by a point of the Jets for that final wild card spot so still a chance for Smashville to make it uh, the uh, Blackhawks lost three to nothing against the Canucks and the Kraken won 4-2 over the Coyotes. And with that win, second year, the Kraken are going to the playoffs. I love it. My Kraken, they did it. Eric's Kraken going to the playoffs. They did it. They clinched the first wild card spot After I in the West. criticized them and said, what are you doing? And blah, blah, blah. Yep, they've turned yeah. it around this year, Travis. All it took is it just took a year. It took me criticizing them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's so. okay. I'll I'll use it as motivation. Go Seattle. You <laughs> yeah, got this. Exactly. And Deep playoff run coming. Yeah, potentially there, depending on who they have in the first round of the Doesn't matter. NHL Deep playoffs. playoff run coming. Stanley Cup playoffs, I guess I should say. All right. Uh, so uh, the uh, we'll be back to uh, take a look at everybody that clinched spots in the NBA playoffs on a Monday but right now we got to step away take our last break and hit up on some Major League Baseball to close this thing out here on the starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back Easter season's upon us and that means low prices on spring favorites are popping up all over Got to jump on mowing with a fresh Rule King lawn and garden battery, just $24.99 with exchange. And mend those fences with the best. All red brand fencing products are over 10% off all April long. Finally, save $5 on Greenskeeper Secret Weed and Feed Fertilizer, now just $29.99 a bag. Stock up and save at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King. America's farm and home store. It's tax time savings at Eubinger's Furniture Company. Right now, you can save hundreds of dollars on mattress sets, sectionals, sofas, and bed sets. In other words, just about everything you're looking for. And remember to ask about Eubinger's free delivery and free financing options. So if you want to spruce up your house, then now is the time to hurry in to take advantage of these huge discounts at the tax time savings event only at Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the deals are worth the drive. Highway 50 East, Florida. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Cut on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Is your mower's battery weak or dead after winter storage? Get your mower ready for spring lawn maintenance at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, purchase any Superstart lawn and garden battery and get a $10 start batteries for power, performance, and reliability exclusively at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. And now... 
But then a uh, set with the Arizona Diamondbacks coming up uh, tomorrow. But enjoy St. Louis Cardinal baseball right here and right now on 98.9 The Game. The starting lineup. Oh, I still got, we still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? What am I doing here? You're supposed to keep me. You're supposed to keep me on the rails here. I'm Jeez, sorry. my I, God. I was, I was, I was just agreeing with you. Oh my God. It's okay. Not really. But. Yeah, we still got a couple more minutes. Let's talk about Carrasco. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Oh, I still got. We still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. We're only here on 98.9. We're just say a little bit longer. So let's hit up on MLB for this weekend. Action from yesterday, of course. The Cards had the day off, as we've mentioned. Uh, the Red Sox, they won over the Tigers 6-3, thanks to Adam Duvall's home run for Boston. The Giants, not a good series for the White Sox pitching. The Giants, they slugged five home runs yesterday. They won a 16-2-6. And in this uh, three-game series, the Giants hit 13 home runs. Ball just flying Ooh. all over. Uh, not Comiskey. Guaranteed right field. Yeah, there you go. Throwing the big down arrow because the White Sox aren't good. Right. <laughs> all right. I remember it passing it last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Blue Jays, they won again over the Royals, a 6-2-3, as it was uh, Blue Jays win the birth, uh, third win in a row. Uh, the Rockies, they got the 1-0 shutout over the Nats. Braves, 7-6 over the uh, Padres, as uh, Arcia gets the uh, game-winner walk-off in the ninth, and it was the Dodgers over the Diamondbacks, 5-2. As L.A. picks up win number five on the season. As I mentioned yesterday, Marlins-Mets postponed to today. Reds-Phillies, Yankees, Baltimore, and uh, Astros and Twins also postponed till today as well. As uh, those games, some of those games will be starting here soon. Uh, Marlins-Mets here just afternoon. Uh, Rangers-Cubs there for uh, daytime baseball at Wrigley. And it's also on Apple TV Plus. Boy! That you need a subscription to watch this year. (laughs) Uh, Reds and Phillies here at 2 o'clock. Zach Wheeler on the mound trying to bounce back out there. His not-so-great performance there on his first outing. Uh, Mariners in Cleveland to take on the Guardians this weekend. Astros, Twins will be starting here at 3 o'clock. White Sox will be uh, trying to uh, not let up as many home runs yeah. as they're in Pittsburgh to take on the Pirates. Uh, Royals are out west to take on the Giants. Can the Rays continue their undefeated season? They got a good shot at it there against mm-hmm. the A's this weekend. Uh, Padres Braves, that game will also be on Apple TV+. Plus. So two games. You get a doubleheader. That is right. They are doing doubleheaders on Man. Fridays. 
this year. Nats continue their series in Colorado. You got the Blue Jays in LA to take on the Angels, and you got the Dodgers continuing their series with the uh, Diamondbacks with Kershaw against Bumgarner a on the mound. Great pitching matchup wow. from eight years ago. Yeah, what a pitching Today, matchup that so was. Today not so much, but yeah. if we could go back in time eight years, that'd be a good one. Ooh, what happened to Bumgarner in his first outing? He lost. 11.25 ERA. It's not even the worst one pitching today, Travis. No, Bassett. Reina's got 15.4. Bassett, the Cardinals uh, roughed him up. Yeah, yeah. So. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of good pitching matchups today. And then, uh, like you mentioned here on a 98.9, Jack Flaherty again, 104. Uh, the uh, cards today against the Brewers are just off to a great uh, start. Woodruff is going to be opposed them. And then on Saturday, Jordan Montgomery takes the ball for St. Louis, and he'll be opposed by a Lauer for the uh, Brewers. And on Sunday, you got uh, Woodford against uh, Peralta there for Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Game tonight starts at 6.15, a, a pregame show, 5.15, so an hour early tomorrow. And then on a Sunday, it'll be a 12.15 start. Of course, all those games right here on 98.9 there. You don't have to. We have to worry about uh, rain at the Masters. Well, you don't have to worry about rain in Milwaukee. They got yep. a dome. Yep. And as you saw by the flyby. Yeah, yeah. You saw that even when they don't need to close the roof, mm-hmm. they do. Eh, maybe it was chilly that day. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But uh, so uh, that is what we'll be uh, looking forward to uh, this weekend around baseball. There, so. Uh, let's see. Uh, who's the who's the Cubs guy? They got the Rangers. That's right. Yeah, Justin Steele on the mound for him tomorrow. Steele, Tyon going on Ugh. Sunday. Um, yep. So Michael Walker, Travis Gray. pitches tomorrow. Ooh, Michael Walker. That's a good one. Uh, Dodd will try to have his uh, performance on Sunday. That'll be on Sunday Night Baseball. Uh, there as they'll take on the Padres. This weekend, mm-hmm. so Sunday night baseball there. So uh, we'll continue uh, more conversations in the uh, podcast coming up. We got another rant for NASCAR yep. by Eric, yep, and we'll get it to our NASCAR pick'em game as well. Plus, we got big news that finally happened that uh, former Packer quarterback has signed with the Jets. We'll tell you all about it coming up in the pod. Mm, there you go. Took long enough, but it's finally happened. It's finally happened? Yep. Finally broke? Finally broke. So we'll tell you all about it in the pod. Tell you all about it. All right. So, And we'll be back on a Monday. So enjoy the weekend. And we'll be back on Monday to give you the top three moments from the sports weekend as well. Hopefully filled with some masters there. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Fitz and Harry. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back, and welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Charles Sparks, Eric Fry, still hanging out with you. And uh, coming up, we got Eric's NASCAR rant of the day. And we also got to get to a NASCAR pick 'em 
as well as that uh, breaking news yes. that Eric broke there at the very end of the show about a Packer, the Packers quarterback that we've been waiting for, signing with the Jets. Going to New York, yeah. Going to the Jets. Let's just start with that. All right, let's start right with that. Top, the Jets are adding a former Packer quarterback to their roster as New York has signed former Green Bay signal caller Tim Boyle to a one-year contract. Oh, Tim Boyle. Is that not who you were wanting to go to the no, Jets? No, that's not, uh, not who I was expecting. Well, Boyle will reunite with offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, who he played for during the 2019-2020 seasons in Green Bay. 28-year-old spent three seasons with the Packers after signing as an undrafted free agent out of Eastern Kentucky. Mm. Jets also signed defensive tackle Quentin Jefferson as well. I mean, this guy, Nathaniel Hackett, is like... Is a hack? just got everybody reuniting with him. Left and right, the Broncos tried to do it last year, and he must he must have that song like constantly on loop. Reunited, and it feels I guess. So good. Like bringing in everybody that reunites with. Run them it back. Days. No, that's not the quarterback that I thought oh. that I was signing with the Jets. Well, as of this moment, that's the only quarterback the Jets got from the Packers. Uh, Haven't seen any ground being made anywhere else. Yeah. So. <sighs> Sorry to get your hopes up. Anyways, I thought we were fine. The Bears fans were finally rid. Nope, nope, not yet. Uh, speaking of the Bears, Travis, great segue. It's almost like you knew that was coming up. The Bears are adding a depth piece to their defensive line as the team signed defensive end Rasheem Green to a one-year contract yesterday. Green spent the first four seasons of his career with the Seahawks before moving to the Texans last year. He started five of sixteen appearances and made forty-two tackles with three and a half sacks last year the Colts are making an addition to their coaching staff Peyton McCollum will be joining Shane Sturgeon's staff as defensive assistant McCollum has spent the majority of his coaching career at the collegiate level but did spend two seasons with the Lions working as a coaching assistant in 2016 and 2017 Indy's new offensive coordinator Jim Bob Cooter was the OC of the Lions for those two years Jim Bob Cooter Jim Bob Cooter one of the NBA's brightest young stars is set up for an interesting offseason, Travis. ESPN is reporting that Utah Jazz forward Laurie Markkinen intends to fulfill his mandatory military service in the Finnish military this offseason. The 25-year-old was selected for his first All-Star appearance this season, averaging 25 points and 8 rebounds per game. Markkinen said that he believes it sets an example to serve and that he is confident that he can serve in a way that is not going to affect how he prepares for next season. Military service is mandatory for Finland's male citizens and must be completed by the age of 30. Yeah, I did see that. So, wow. It's hmm. interesting, right? Oh. Uh, the timeline for Zion Williamson's return has not changed. Pelicans Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations David Griffin announced on Thursday that the Ford will continue, quote, his rehabilitation and conditioning regimen, end quote. Williamson's still recovering from a right hamstring strain that he suffered on January 2nd. The 22-year-old worked to return but re-injured the hamstring in early February. Williamson was named an all-star despite playing just 29 games this season. New York adds that, quote, updates will be provided as warranted. Hmm. What? Zion still hurt. He's still, still 29 injured? games. I can't believe I went back on myself and you said did. that he impressed me and I took it back. Zion, you're a punk who can't do nothing but dunk. Uh. <laughs> Get out of here. Hey, uh, Ryan. Get out of here. 
Uh, the Mets are placing their starting catcher on the injured list. Omar Navarez has been diagnosed with a medium to high grain strain of his left calf. Navarez underwent an MRI on Thursday and is expected to miss eight to nine weeks. In a corresponding move, New York is calling up top catching prospect Francisco Alvarez. ESPN had Alvarez ranked as the number five prospect in all of baseball before the start of the season. Another member of UCLA's basketball team is declaring for the NBA draft as guard Jamie Jaquez Jr. Um, announced his decision to enter the draft and forego his remaining college eligibility on Thursday. He joins teammate Jalen Clark, who also declared for the draft last week. The six foot seven Yaquez averaged 17.8 points and 8.2 rebounds, 37 games with the Bruins last season. He was also named Pac-12 Player of the Year. His Peter currently ranks him as the 34th breast prospect in this year's draft. And Travis, finally! Mm-hmm. The NCAA National Hockey Championship is set. The Minnesota Gophers scored four third-period goals to beat Boston University 6-2 in the Frozen Four semifinals on Thursday, while Quinnipiac rolled past Michigan with three scores in the final frame to get a 5-2 victory. So Minnesota and Quinnipiac will meet in the National Championship at Emale Arena on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. you go. And speaking of National Championships, Travis, I know we don't usually talk about it because, well, it's going to happen in December. We're a long way away. But did you see for the uh, Big East Big 12 Basketball Challenge, we're getting Kansas and UConn? Yeah, that challenge is pretty stacked. That I is saw that. the past two national champions going at it in the regular season. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Love that. Other matchups are stacked, Other matchups too. are pretty good, but that's the marquee matchup. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I dig that. Dig it. I still don't like how we have to have a challenge. I can't just play people, but... But the matchups are good. Matchups are good. So there you go. Yeah, awesome matchup for yep. sure. Yep. So there you go. That is uh, that Sports Center. There you go. That was uh, that was your Sports Center. All right. So uh, I think that the only thing that we have on tap is pick them in the rant. All right. Well, let's do the rant because it's okay. not it's not a huge rant this time. So if you remember back in that Phoenix race long ago, Phoenix. Okay. Um, Denny Hamlin wrecked Ross Chastain. Mm-hmm. And then Denny Hamlin went on his podcast and said that he ro- wrecked Ross Chastain. Yep. NASCAR penalized him for it. Mm-hmm. For manipulating the outcome of a race and um, basically causing an accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Denny Hamlin had his appeal yesterday. Yes. And Denny Hamlin, immediately after his appeal, dropped a podcast talking about his appeal process and everything that happened. (laughs) Of course he did. Because it was the first time he had gone through the appeal process. Of course he did. So, he brought up, and and I think this is, uh, sounds to me like a good argument, is he said, if you look at his data from his car during that accident, he was on the brakes, and he was turning his car more left than he could. So it's not like he was seeking out Ross. It's not like he went in there and turned right to try and hit Ross. Yeah. He just couldn't handle his car at that point in time in the race. He said, you know, did I make the decision to hit him? Yes. Was it an accident? No. It was cars trading paint. Neither one of us stopped on the track. There was no caution. No one spun. We both finished on the lead lap, everything like this. The panel agreed with what he was saying when they were having this discussion. So it came down to the final thing. They charged him, NASCAR charged him with three different things, basically. And the last one was actions detrimental to the sport of NASCAR. 
And basically, it was straight up asked, did he get penalized for going on his podcast and saying what he said? Mm-hmm. And NASCAR said, yes. Yes. Yeah. Because, and Denny Hamlin brought up the past 35 instances of someone going after someone, intentionally wrecking them, and then on the race broadcast saying, yep, he rubbed me, he hit me first, so I hit him back or whatever. Yeah. And saying, why aren't they getting penalized then? And NASCAR feels that in the state of the moment, in the heat of the moment, they will allow people to say that. But Denny Hamlin had an extra day to think about it before he recorded his podcast, and he still felt that way. That is why he got penalized. And the whole time he said the the appeals panel was just asking NASCAR a lot of questions. He went, um, they, they then said, all right, they need to discuss it. The panel does. So they had everyone leave the the room. Mm-hmm. Within 10 minutes, they came back in and they immediately said, nope, nothing's changed. You n- no drop in your penalty. Your appeal is denied. Hmm. And Denny Hamlin said that he sat there and just stared at the guy who went with him because he could not believe what he was hearing. Yeah. Because they didn't give him an explanation. Right. It was just that simple. It was just, no, denied, done. Hmm. He said that's the most frustrating thing. So now there's people saying that, you know, NASCAR says they like their drivers to have personalities and whatnot, but you're going to penalize them for going on anything and talking about anything. Sure. And Denny Hamlin's like, I would like to know what the statute of limitations is on this because he's like, Joey Logano just this year talked about how he took me out and injured my back. Why isn't he getting penalized for it? Yeah, so, I mean, I think that there definitely would have to be some statue limitations of, right. you know, it just happened and you just went on your podcast to say that. and then. But it's, it's definitely going to hamper other NASCAR drivers from going on any sort of podcast. Yeah. And talking about any incidences or anything. Like, that's not going to happen now mm-hmm. because they saw what happened to Denny Hamlin. And you can't speak your mind. You, you can't, you know, and right. this is something that I think, you know, could you imagine Travis? I, I, I know he never would, but we're going to we're going to play pretend here for a second. If Dale Earnhardt got penalized because he went out and said that he hit somebody. Yeah, I think he said that a couple of times. Mm. He never got penalized for it. Like, no. that's what we're penalizing the drivers for now for making contact with another driver. Yeah, I mean it was an intentional, it intentional wasn't, contact. He said he trying. He was trying to. He was trying to steer and turn to the left. His wheel is turned to the left, and he, because he was on older tires than ever anyone else, he said he had a decision to make, and that was to slam on the brakes and let everyone go around him, or to run into Ross to try and keep his position. Ross then, he says, has a decision of slamming on the brakes or getting hit. Mm. But as he said, you can look at all the data. He doesn't turn right to go into Ross. So, either way. Mm. Now, you thought that that was, that, that was my mini rant, Travis. But the drama is not over. Because it was announced yesterday. I'm going to make sure I pull this up. So, we talked about Hendrick Motorsports winning their appeal. Yeah. And everything like that. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, the, the thing with Colleague and how that kind of has people confused about how Colleague lost their appeal, but Hendrick won theirs and everything like that. Well, guess what? What? We have some penalties. Some penalties. NASCAR has released the post-race penalty report for Richmond, and the Hendrick Motorsports team of William Byron and Alex Bowman were both penalized following the inspection at NASCAR's R&D Center. Basically, they were issued penalties for overall assembly vehicle rules, engineering change log, and greenhouse effect. The penalties mean that their crew chiefs, who were already suspended, so now these are the backup crew chiefs, are fined $75,000 and suspended for two races. Wow. And the teams and drivers were assessed a loss of 60 points. So basically... Um, the greenhouse may be modified to accommodate a windshield wiper motor when required. These modifications will be permitted for all racetracks. Um, so basically they, they adjusted um, kind of the, where the, 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 the windshield, mm. so to speak. Now here's what I'm thinking. All right. Do you not think, cause NASCAR randomly, takes cars back every weekend to the research and development to just look them over, make sure everything's good. Mm -hmm. Do you not think that they went over those cars more than any other car that they have taken? Definitely. After all of the drama and we've heard all this and everything like that, because NASCAR's already made an adjustment to the appeals process mm -hmm. so that what happened with Hendrick Motorsports won't happen again. Mm. So part of me is thinking, Travis, they were looking. Yeah. They were trying to find something that they could point to and say, you got out of it the first time. You ain't getting out of it this time. Right. We're going to get you now. Yeah. So Definitely. I just find it very odd that randomly chosen cars <laughs> – and the 200 cars get penalized. Yeah, they're definitely looking looking for something. Now, with that being said, the five car who won the race also went back to R&D and did not get anything illegal found on his car. So hmm. maybe they didn't look as closely, but I think if they were looking at his other teammates, they would look at that one just as close. So maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. Read into that what you want. But <laughs> I just... I find it rather interesting. It seems like we have a little... And NASCAR yesterday was going to sit down with the team owners. We've talked about the upcoming TV rights and, you know, how the, the team owners want more money and, and all this. Yeah. So they were scheduled to sit down yesterday. I say scheduled because the team owners walked out. They boycotted the meeting and walked out on this meeting. So you throw that in, you throw in this stuff now with NASCAR and Hendrick seeming going head to head, and you throw in the off season how there were car owners saying, can we run a different series in the off season without NASCAR's approval? Hmm. They better get this all figured out, Travis, because hmm. it sounds like there's a lot of unhappy people with NASCAR right now. Yeah. Whether that be the drivers and Denny Hamlin and, you know, Justin Haley, the car owners, colleague, I'm sure Matt colleague and colleague racing are upset with them. And the fact that they lost their appeal, as we talked about yesterday, Hendrick motorsports, it seems like is upset with NASCAR. It just, it feels like there's a lot of unhappy people at the NASCAR sanctioning body. Yeah. That's never even minding the fact of the product on the racetrack, 
the Chicago street course and not knowing what that's going to be like, the fact they're racing on Easter, like there's a lot of things that are just a little interesting, I think, going on right now in the world of NASCAR. So, Boycott, walkout. Yeah. That certainly doesn't sound... That doesn't sound promising, sound does good. it? <laughs> no. It doesn't sound like everything's all fine and well and good. No, it doesn't. It sounds to me like there's uh, some trouble um, going on. So, uh, by the way, uh, any activities that were supposed to go on today, such as practice, has been canceled at Bristol due to the weather. So, no, no on-air, uh, on-track um, hmm. action going on today. So, hmm. But there you go. So... That was my, my little NASCAR rant. Again, I'm not going to um, go into too much detail about that uh, owner walkout, but I just I, I found that very interesting that, uh, you know, talking about the teams are boycotting. and um, Yeah, it definitely doesn't sound good. And I love uh, – there's an ESPN article, and I love the title of this, and it says NASCAR team owners public feed with NASCAR – doesn't interest fans and might give them a reason to tune out. And that's right. Like it gives me a reason not to want to watch because you're talking, you know, boycotting. It wasn't good. And as the article says, you know, uh, when the pandemic shut down the world, it was NASCAR who bunkered in with its team owners and drivers and famously put together a plan that allowed it to be the first sport to come back. Um, I, I, I find that funny. So that was 2020. 2021, they had the new car and the unprecedented levels of cooperation between the team owners and the drivers and all the winners and everything like that. Now, 2022, well, that's when stock car racing's juggernaut sanctioning body rolled out a long-promised overhauled schedule packed with new races and places. Um, and basically, you know, everything that happened in 2022. And now 2023 and all of the feel-good stuff listed above feels as if it's been put into a ditch. Hmm. Because it's a lot of finger pointing. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. So it's not good. It's not good at all. And uh, not good for the sport. Yep. I mean, walkouts and boycotts never are in any. Yep. In any sport. Yeah. <sighs> So there you go. And, you know, Chris Busher went on social media uh, and with, with a meme uh, picture basically saying, me remembering that they're taking the best track in NASCAR and covering it with dirt. So obviously the driver's not a fan of covering Bristol with dirt. And it's just not a fan of the dirt. If there, if there is a sport, Travis, and I'll say this, if there is a sport that needs some positive news, it's NASCAR. NASCAR has to be up there for sure because right now it feels like this is just going from bad to worse it feels like on a weekly basis yeah whether it's the product on the track not being great or these behind the scenes things or penalties or whatever mm-hmm. it's not good so. right yep alrighty let's do pick them for this not good sport <laughs> let's do it for the uh, driver is not a fan of covering uh, the Bristol with dirt i'm not either this is the third year of doing it quit trying to make it work (laughs) you want to do a dirt track go to a dirt track don't take one of the best tracks 
on the schedule and cover it with dirt and make it boring. Yeah, well, that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do, and they're going to keep doing it. So they're going to keep doing it. Oh, all right. So so I won last week, so that means I get to pick first, right? Yep, you did. You won. Uh, okay. I have done no research on this. Um, No research. None. So I'm going to go with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He grew up racing dirt, so maybe that'll help him. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. We'll see. Who knows? This is such a wild card. Like the last dirt race, Kyle Busch won, and he's never hardly driven on dirt at all. <laughs> yeah. The one before that, Joey Logano won, and he's never raced on dirt ever. <laughs> and they won. And he won. Uh, the uh, Food City Dirt Race. Yes. That's what it's called. And why there's not more cars, one of the, one of my favorite sponsorships for this race, Travis, every year is Tide. And why there's not more cars sponsored by Tide for this race, I'll never know. But it yeah, just that seems would make like, sense. yeah, this is the one you want to be on if you're Tide. Yeah, that would make sense. So, um, All right, so I will go with uh, Daniel Suarez. Suarez. For this one. He's done good in, in, on this dirt track a couple of times. Uh, I know he, he led a bunch of laps and, and had a decent finish last uh, two years ago, I think, now. So, Travis has Daniel Suarez. I have Ricky Stenhouse Jr. for the dirt race at Bristol. Mm-hmm. Yay. Alrighty. Alrighty. That does her. That does her. That's pick em, and I think that does That's it for the, uh, for the show. For the week. Yeah, so uh, we'll call it a week. Yes, have a good Easter to you. Have a good Easter to everyone out there as well. So I'll be back on a Monday to uh, recap everything for the weekend events. So uh, make sure you stay tuned to that and the top three moments from the sports weekend as well. We'll talk to you on Monday. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Have a great weekend. Peace. Peace.